Well, good afternoon, ladies. Um, I'm Cora, and I'm stepping in for Kim and uh, Susan. They weren't able to be here. So in our ongoing study, The Rebel Heart, um, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, found in Matthew 22, 37. We've been taking different verses and um, observing what they have to say to us. So today we're doing John 14, 27. If I could get you, Virginia, to read those, please. Okay, so the New Living Translation reads, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. And then the ESV version says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. John Great. 14, Great, and that's the one I'm going to be doing it from. So, Taking place in this scripture right here, the previous verses are telling us about... Um, Jesus is telling them that he is going to die and leave them. Uh, he tells them to keep his commandments and that the Holy Spirit is going to be, he's going to leave him as a helper to help him do this. You can imagine they're sitting there and enjoying a meal with Jesus and he drops that on them. They've been following him for three and a half years. They've given up their careers. They were looking to Jesus to be their king and set up a new kingdom. Their hopes and their plans had been crushed. So anybody else have anything on that take? What they were, in, know anything about those, the upper room and what was going on? All right, he also was telling, to, telling them, I'm going to die, I'm going to leave you, and where you go, where I'm going, you can't come. They've been following him, and now he's saying you can't come. And then in John 14, it says, peace I leave with you. Crazy, huh? So you think about it, and you put it in our stories for today, you know, things have been going good, and, you know, we've been following the commandments the best that we can, the things that he's had for us, and we're trusting in that, or... You know, maybe life has been a struggle. We're doing our best to make it, you know, and then here comes the trial, you know. In, so, so he's talking to them at the dinner, correct? Correct. He's been talking to them all at the dinner and stuff and just, you know, told them all that. And then he tells them that, you know, I'm, I'm leaving you with peace. And so in... in um, <clears throat> See where I got this. Well, it's a test. God is just testing us, and He knows that we're ready to go to the next level. It may not feel comfortable and stuff, but you know, and you're you're asking why, and those things are okay. You know, it's okay to ask why. It's okay to question. You know, because we're human. But He also tells us in James. Let me see where I wrote that, James. Come on, come on, sister. James 1, 12 through 18, to count it all joy when we meet these troubles. He tells us to be steadfast, 
which means standing on the truth, and it will be effective. It tells us to ask for wisdom. God promises to give it. Okay, It's our responsibility to believe it and to not just be double-minded. You know, again, he tells us, be steadfast. We'll be tempted to go our own way, doing our own desires, you know, living in what we know is easy and what's comfortable, and that will not bring peace. That just brings peace that the, that the world has for us. The next he tells us, peace I give to you. Isaiah 9, 6 tells us that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Up here I wrote it down. The peace in Hebrew is shalom. So the kind of peace that he's talking to in this verse is like a wishing of wellness. It's extended to us. Like Virginia told us in the other version that she read of it, it's a gift. Okay, it also means irani in Greek a quiet and a restful mind. Those are promises. It's Jesus' perfect peace. He made it. He gives it to us. Jesus promised it's a present to us through the Holy Spirit. You know, in the world right now that we're living in, you know, there's, there's always wars going on. There's conflict between family members. There's no trust. There's just, you know, that's the, that's the peace that the world has to offer you. With the COVID coming on, there's been isolation. There's so much loneliness, which has led to, you know, just people taking their lives or just, there's just no hope. He, Jesus says, this peace is not as the world gives you. So if we're trying to live our lives in this world according, according to its standards, we will only have moments of peace. Most of it will not honor or glorify the Prince of Peace. And then he finally tells us to not let our hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. It's a command. You know, like I said, it's, it's so hard to do. And, you know, as you think about it, when Jesus was being, on, when Jesus was on trial and he was standing before Pontius Pilate, he was telling them, look, you're not even going to answer me? You know, he's asking him questions, and Jesus is just saying there, don't you realize I have the power to take your life or to give you your life? And what does Jesus just look at him? I mean, here he's been, you know, abused and battered, and, you know, and, and he's telling him, looks, just looks to him and just tells him, you don't have any power over me. You only have the power to do what God says you can do. You know, and here he's just gone through everything that he's doing, he already knows what lies ahead of him, you know, and he's, and he's making true statements. He's living by what God's standards are, living in the truth. How scary, huh? Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just, you know, he's been our example, and I know that in the midst of our trials that, you know, we want to do what we want to do. 
it says that we must, um, <clears throat> that it's a commandment. We must trust God also in Jesus. His peace is a deposit. It belongs to Jesus. He did that by what he did at the cross. We need to choose his wisdom, which is the truth, stand firm in that truth, and claim his free gift. So we can do that by spending time in creation. You know, all these things are free. We don't have to, you know, I think of sometimes when people are all troubled, it's like, yeah, but, you know, you don't have to worry. You have money. You, you have all the things that you need, you know, that's the finance part of it, you know, or, you know, yeah, you don't, you, your kids are all well established. They have good jobs and, you know, they're just, there's excuses and, you know, and they're looking to the world, the world standards of what's going on. And so if we take and we spend time in his creation, being grateful and meditating, I don't see the meditating on there, I but didn't see it. that's all right. Meditating on the truth of his world. You know, we find that in, um, in Philippians 4, 6 through to 9. So, so spending time in his creation is reading the Bible and just going out, what enjoying says. his beauty. You know, taking a drive, you know, out in his beauty, you know, with gas prices, I don't know about now, I was going to say it doesn't cost, doesn't cost you anything, but, you know, or just walking, walking around your neighborhood, it's good for you, you're free, breathing the fresh air, just spending time in his creation and being thankful. I get it, just all that he's done. Right. All that he's done and made and... That would be the meditation part. You know, yes, you know, I think of Virginia's circumstances, she's going through a lot right now, but she's chosen to come here today and spend it with sisters, and staying in the word, and you know, that's huge, you know, sharing, you know, trusting and, and being joyful in her circumstances. She had to take responsibility, which we talk about, and do the things that she needs to do. You know, we all need to do that. Do what you can do, and. You know, I suffer from depression, and I'm sitting at home, Yet I haven't been responsible in doing the things that I need to do, picking up and, you know, cleaning that bathroom and doing my chores that I have at home. And then it's like something hits me, you know, and then it's like not only am I hit with that trial, but not taking care of my responsibilities, and that's where I get into depression. And it says that we can't do this on our own strength, you know, that again, like I said, his work at the cross and believing in what Jesus has done for us, it's the only way that we can do it. You and we have to. Oh, sorry. You mentioned uh, Philippians 4 6. Because mm -hmm. I have it here. Oh, great. I great. That was what my, I brought into the study. All well. through, nine, through 9. Well, I did 6 through 7. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yes. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, by prayer, oops, I wrote that one twice. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's important. By mm -hmm. prayer and petition, <laughs> with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends, transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I, Very I good. Through seven. Sharon, will you look up eight and nine on your phone, please? And so... Kathy, I'm sorry. <laughs> what am I looking at? Philippians 4, 8 through 9. 
because she was telling us, you know, really, will you read it one more time, Virginia? And I have it right here so I can do it. Okay. So, so six was, don't worry about anything, and this is, I don't know what version, Christian Standard, CSE. Okay. Um, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Hello. Do what you have learned. I <laughs> She said, oh. <laughs> uh, do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Okay, so it was talking about how we're supposed to do it by, you know, no worrying, asking with petition, and then he tells us why, so that our hearts will be guarded. Which leads me to... Um, Ephesians and that would be it's putting on the full armor Ephesians 6:11 you know taking our righteousness our standing you know because we've accepted what Jesus did for us you know, when we when we want to take and explode, you know, you, we never saw Jesus getting all bent out of shape. You know what I mean? His, Except it's like right. At, okay, at the at the temple, we did see it, which was righteous which anger. Is righteous, yeah. You know, and it's okay to do that. I think he gave us that example of a righteous anger. But you know, but because we're not getting our own way, or because we're being selfish, or you know, and then it tells us to put on our our. Or shot our feet with peace and put the belt of truth on. Do what to your peace? With shod your feet. Put put the shoes of peace on you. Oh, well, that's the gospel of peace. Yeah. Right. So this morning I was just in my prayer time. Um, I was putting on the whole armor of God, and and I thought about it a little bit different than I and maybe you guys have thought it this way, but that that is Jesus, because Jesus is the peace. Jesus is our. Truth, Jesus is our sort of spirit, um, salvation, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, feet of uh, gospel of peace. And anyway, I just thought, you know, that's Jesus. All we'll those put it are on Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, because those are all characteristics of Him. Anyway. Right, and then it goes on to tell us if we don't do those things, then we're setting ourselves up for the. The attack because it tells us that we are going to have trials in this world. So, would anybody else like to see anything that they observe from those verses? What is the don't live in the past? Well, that's where we come into believing the lies. We're believing the lies and not the truth, the little tape recorder that goes off in our head that you're no good. You know what I mean? Somebody else has got more. Those are the oh. things I was telling you about. Yeah. But you know, but also the past, like you said, yeah. Let, well, let Jesus, uh, you know, your 
not living in the past, meaning you're not living all your failures. You're not thinking about all the things you did wrong. You've got to have God forgive you for those and then move on and not. And be better. That's a, yeah, do that. But yeah, that's, that's a good point. Don't live in the past. Right. And then it says we can do all, we can't do these things on our own strength. We have to relinquish control and surrender all of it. You know, and if it takes it time and time again, you know, because the old sin nature wants to creep back up, you know, we, we somehow get ourselves ensnared and drag around that chain and ball again. Or try and help God fix it. Right. <laughs> hey, let me help you with this. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I have experience <laughs> with this, and it's like, where did that get you last time, yeah. huh? All right, does anybody yes. else have any other, anything? Um, under the observation, I just wrote, um, this is godly peace and security, and they're a gift from God. Um, they didn't have it already, speaking of, of the disciples, or, you know, at that time, they didn't already have it. Um, so Jesus is giving it to them. Nothing without Jesus can give us this peace and security. And the opposite of peace is anxiousness um, and, you know, worry. But instead of, you know, being anxious and worrying, we need to pray about everything. Okay. Anything speaking to you, um, Linda? <laughs> no. No. Well, we're glad you've chosen to come here today and just share with us, you know, your your presence and you know your spirit. I like to surrender all. We need to work on that. I need to work on that a lot. And how about you, Sharon? Anything? Kathy. <laughs> Corley. <laughs> it's like being at my high school reunion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, that's concluding our um, scripture for today. And I, again, thank you guys for coming and sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you.